Man, the comments are gonna love me today, I'll tell you that. We're right in the middle of playing some pretty good video games, some pretty good indie video games. Mm -hmm. It's really a shame to interrupt that positivity with discussions of two AAA video games, which are, I would not say quite of similar quality, but, you know, they're not exactly amazing. Yeah, uh, let's jump into it. it. This is the Big Roundup Podcast number three. Sure. Uh, for yeah, for this April. would this technically covers like the end of April and early May. So yeah, I don't know. Is it April May or just May? I don't know. Well, Days Gone came out at the end of April, and Rage Two came out at the beginning of May. So yeah. I'll just say Days Gone and Rage Two, <laughs> or, or yeah, yeah, that order. Sure. Yeah. Those are the big two we are covering today. Yeah. And Days so, Gone came out first. Days Gone did come out first. So and I already did a video of it. Days Gone. Um, yeah, you did. You did a little video essay on Days Gone covering the really garbage intro of the game. It's so bad. It is so shit. Um, and I, bug, I, hit the, I hit the ejector seat at about the 15 or 18 hour mark for the first time. Yeah. This is a rare occurrence where I... I'm not the one who have suffered self-inflicted flagellation suffering to go through a video game. It's not me playing through Andromeda or Anthem or it's you. You were I did the sufferer. It. I beat Days Gone. Did you record yourself finishing it as well? I did. Good. Uh, I thought it was going to be like two hours for my final session. It was uh, 11 hours <laughs> to finish the game. Holy fuck. Fuck yeah, no, man. I uh, have I'm just going to lean back in my chair and just go I've on. never played a game that wanted to be beaten less. <laughs> this game just doesn't want to be completed. Um, where the hell do we start with Days Gone? I, why is Days Gone? <laughs> oh, so many Days Gone inside this game, mate. That's wow. what it means. <laughs> yeah. That's why it's titled that. What is it? What was your end days gone count? Like 980 or something? That was real time, right? I don't know. I wasn't even looking. Yeah. 10,000 probably. Why does days gone exist? <laughs> That's my I don't question. Know. I don't know. I, I, um, I need, how do I break down this stupid fucking game? All right. We could talk about the first 15 hours because I played those. Yeah. I feel like days gone has certain stages. Mm. I would say the first five hours of Days Gone, I really hated. Um, <laughs> yeah, it me had too. a really bad beginning. Because, first of all, the shooting in Days Gone sucks. Because they didn't include any ounce of auto aim on a console shooter where you're against really fast and like scrambling and skittish zombies. Like, yeah, they're pretty speedy, dirty. those guys. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that, that is a design decision I think we'll talk about more because it. I understand why a game would do that. You know, Resident mm. Evil would do that, and that would make sense to me. I mean, they're faster but, than Resident Evil by far. Oh, probably, yeah, yeah. But, like, Resident oh. Evil's, like, RE7 especially, the zombies, you know, really good at, like, just uh, unpredictable animations, hard to hit. But, like, uh, I don't know why they did it in Days Gone. And maybe we'll come back to that because... But the problem in the beginning I, I, of Days Gone is yeah. um, you start with shit weapons, which is <laughs> how games go. That's fair. Like yeah. You start with bad guns and they get better. <laughs> but the guns are so bad that fighting the zombies feels like borderline impossible because the only mm -hmm. way to take them down is with like, a, with like a clean headshot. And it's just so difficult. 
And maybe it's because I don't play console games as much as I used to. I'm definitely more of a PC guy. Whenever I try and come back to console shooters, I'm just not very good anymore. But man, this feels like the worst shooting I've played in 10 years. It was just so frustrating. And I, as the game goes on, you get melee weapons, which really help with smaller swarms, because the melee weapons are pretty powerful in this game. Mm. But it's just that f first five hours where you just feel hopeless, your stamina is rubbish and takes 10 hours to recharge, so you can't even out-sprint like a group of 10 zombies. I feel like the stamina recharge never improved either. Like, I, I feel like I upgraded my entire bit. stamina tree, and you can still only sprint for about 20 seconds, and then it takes about 40 seconds for the stamina bar to recharge. Yeah, I don't know why it recharges so slowly. It's exhausting. You can, and, you can make yeah, stamina cocktails right. out of, like, some plants and stuff, because everyone likes picking It's a plants. video game, yeah. Yeah, and also the bike <laughs> handles really poorly at the beginning. God, I hated the... Yeah, I... Okay, when I... I have a very somewhat fond memory of like, you know, the the first cutscene plays and it's like five minutes, right? And and you're like and I'm like, well this is janky as fuck. I think I remember thinking like this this reminds me of Mars Warlogs. It is like <laughs> try it's like some Eurojank studio tried to make a Western RPG or mm -hmm. a serious thing. And then the and then he just throws you onto your bike and and the first thing I thought was like, oh my god, this feels terrible. It does. It really like it's just, does. It's so like floaty and squishy and you can't Heavy. turn very quickly and you can't back up at all. Like, like, I get it. It's a motorcycle. But also, you can make your motorcycle feel like good to play. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, here's the thing about Days Gone for me. Every part of it feels like shit to play. Yes. And... and I would be okay with that if it embraced a sort of survival horror aspect fully. Yeah. Because... You could argue that Resident Evil is janky to play by design. To yeah, make it oh, totally. Yeah. To and I think you can do janky gameplay or, you know, sort of difficult to control or not great controlling games deliberately. And that makes things... That makes you not want to engage with the combat, which you can. I can understand someone saying that is sort of bad design, but I, 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 I'm on board with it. Yeah. Where you have bad, like unfun combat, imp sort of inspires you to not engage with the combat because that's the point of the game. You're trying to survive. Uh, but Days Gone is like a third-person action game. Mm -hmm. uh, like it's it's not a stealth game. I don't, in my opinion, because stealth takes fucking forever, and you can just headshot everything, and. So it's like a third-person action game with an enormous amount of shooting in it and driving around and no real consequences, ultimately. And so having all this like gameplay just feel like crap just makes me think this game feels like crap. Uh, mm. if, if it was scary, if I got in a fight and I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, God, I can't aim. Oh, God, there's like one zombie coming at me. Oh, shit, you know, and I have like three bullets. Then I would be more engaged. Uh, but it just... It just is like a third-person shooter that plays like absolute shit. Yeah. Uh, I thought the Red Dead movement was fine. I don't know why, but the Days Gone player movement also feels so... Uh, he just does... Oh, God. I don't I don't normally have problems with third-person character movement, you know, when everyone complained about it in The Witcher and Red Dead. Uh, but Days Gone, I was just... He just feels like shit. Everything about moving the character and playing the video game does not feel good. Yeah. And that doesn't feel deliberate. Yeah. 
I think back to my, you know, my breakdown, the first five hours, yeah. I really didn't like the game. Like, I just hated playing it. And as you explained in your essay video, they, they like, don't put any carrots on a string for the story for so long. They just drop you into what to me felt like, it felt like to me, someone <laughs> had just put on Fear the Walking Dead season four for me. Mm. And then I was just watching it and I was like, this show sucks. I don't know who anyone is and I don't know what's going on. What are the stakes? What's the aim? Who do I care about? I was just so lost. I didn't know what the ultimate goal was. Are we trying to stop the zombies? Am I just trying to survive? Like, Where does this end? I played uh, 18 hours or so, 15, 18 hours. There's no way to track exact playtime. But I, I still felt that way when I was finished. I was like, what is... Uh, what's happening? Like, what is the purpose of this story, you know? Spoiler, nothing happens in Great. the entire game. Like <laughs> Nothing a, happens. Like, the first, like, eight hours, I guess it's sort of just, like, day in the life of stuff. But then it starts to be like, okay, I guess maybe the wife is alive. Maybe. Oh, yeah, um, maybe. 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 Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, oh, I, I wonder know. if she's alive. Yeah. And, um... But it's like, the game is treating it like a big mystery, but I'm like... I know she's alive, you fucking idiots. Like, do you think I'm stupid? Like, of course she's yeah. going to be alive. Uh, Maybe if then... I'd never seen a single movie in my life, I wouldn't understand what a setup <laughs> is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and yeah, it's really, really aimless for, like, the entire time. There's just, like, no structure to the plot. Uh, so I will say... Continue, yes. <laughs> um, after about five hours, I push through, because, you know, you do that with a game, you give it a chance... And as you get better weapons, as your focus, the slowdown thing starts to get a bit longer, as the bike starts to handle a bit better, I did find myself um, enjoying Days Gone for about 10 hours as a kind of B-tier, schlocky, open-world game. Mm. Nothing about it was outstanding, but there was like... Because Days Gone is made by a small team, I actually found some moments of it quite charming in a not very well handled way. You know when you're like, oh, they're really trying their best yeah. here. There was a yeah. couple of like cute moments and silly uh, mishappenings with me, like crashing into stuff. Uh, there was enough new stuff introduced, different zombie types, encountering your first horde, X and Y, blah, 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 rippers. There was enough beats for the next like 10 hours to keep me thinking, hey, this is like a fine... 7 out of 10, almost Ubisoft-like experience. And then the game goes on for another 20 hours and doesn't really introduce anything new. Mm -hmm. That is, in my opinion, the main problem with Days Gone, is it just runs out of steam like a third of the way through the game. And it just keeps fucking going. And it's so stingy with its plot development it just, like, drags you along with menial bullshit or fetch quests and camp dramas with characters you don't really know. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't care about any of it. Yeah. Any of it. I think, for me, it ran out of steam, like, four hours in. Uh, mm. I would say I'm a little bit more tolerant sometimes with weaker games. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, and you definitely, like... I think you click with more open world games than I do. Yeah, uh, more often. I like open worlds. Um, 
But I, I got to like Copeland's camp, you know, and you're like, okay, you're doing stuff. And then you go up to the fucking like slave labor camp, basically. And you're like, okay, yeah. this functions exactly the same. And then by like hour four or five, I feel like I've seen the whole game. I felt like I'd seen the whole game. Like I'd seen yeah camp stuff there, camp stuff up up north. I had cleared out a few um, of the nests and that's it. Uh, like Pretty much. <laughs> something that really is shocking to me about the game is how little there is in it in terms of variety. Uh, yeah. They there do is... try, as the game goes on, to introduce new things, but they don't <clears throat> really work very well. Like, like at the 25-hour mark, they introduce zombie crows. What? <laughs> was the thing. Yep, zombie crows. But they're so hard to fight that you just kind of run up to their nests, molly them, and then they're gone. They're really fucking annoying, by the way, the zombie crows, because they're hard to hit. Shocker. I bet. Birds. Birds are hard to hit in this game because there's no auto aim. And um, also, uh, is, yeah. I'm going to go into spoilers because oh, yeah. fuck this game. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Um, they also introduce a new zombie really late in the game, uh, which I thought was really interesting. It's called The Reacher. Uh, the, the game is constantly teasing that the zombies are evolving rapidly. Right. And I thought they, that was a really intriguing plot element. I was like, ooh, all right. Um, mass evolution, rapid evolution. Where is this going? And then you get to this cave and you meet a zombie called the Reacher. He's, he's like, he looks like a normal, what do they call the zombies in this game? Uh, uh, Zeke. isn't it? S Fre I, I, Freakers. Freakers. That's not, that's not an S, Joe, but close Jesus. enough. Jesus. Uh, he looks like a normal freaker, but he's got grey hair and he's really fast. And I was like, ooh, okay, this is fun. The zombies are evolving. Where's this going to go? That's it. You fight one of him. And I just <laughs> I just shot him in the head a few times with my uh, LMG and he died in like 10 <laughs> seconds. And then you never see another Reacher again unless, unless I skipped a side quest where they appear or he's in the world uh. somewhere. I didn't see another one. And the plot never goes any further with the zombie evolution. Gotta save it for the sequel. Yeah, because there is a post-credit thing where it does keep nudging about zombie evolution, but it doesn't go anywhere in the game. Yeah. The, the zombie I, stuff doesn't go anywhere in the entire game. What I was meaning when I said, like, that stuff is, is crazy as well, how little there is to it. But I'm, I would, like, as an open world game, there's so little there, you know? Like, yeah. I associate an open world game with having either, like, an enormous number of small similar activities basically like rage 2 you know it's just like there are like 700 million little outposts and you go and clear them that fine or it's like ubisoft where there's like 50 of these different types of activities you know and there's like 10 different forms of activities and there's like 50 of them on the map you know uh but what are they called the prepper stashes and far cry and mm -hmm. you know outposts and races and things like that um days gone's open world is just there are like six nests and that's Camps. it. Yeah. It's like there are, there are zombie nests and I guess there are like a few uh, human outposts mm -hmm. and that's it. And literally all you do in the game is story missions. <laughs> like, and, yeah. And I, I was, it, it's so bizarre to me how little there is to do in the open world. Like there's just. Yeah, it is a problem. Because they, there are so there side quests. There's bounties and... Oh, and there's the bounties. Yes, yeah. And just, I think, just more camps, which is just human combat. And human combat is... is 
I don't really have many issues with the human combat. It's very standard. The AI is pretty shitty. I did yeah, notice that. I they just, just sort of know. stand there. I didn't really but, have much problem with it. It's just sort but of me, dull and whatever, yeah. Um, when it comes to open world games, I usually experiment with one of every activity. Like, say, I'll play, I don't know, Watch Dogs, and I'll do one of each minimap thing, and I'll be like, I don't like this one, this one, this one, so I'm never doing any of them, but I'm yeah. gonna do the rest of them. Shut up! Sorry, it's a motorbike. <laughs> um, and in Days Gone, I kind of had enough of the bounties and the camps. I was like, eh, I've done them, I'm gonna beeline the main quest. But the problem is, if you beeline the main quest, <laughs> it can be like 10 hours of just cinematics and fetch quests. Yep. That's the problem. There's You are almost forced to do the menial side stuff if you want any gameplay variance. Yeah. That's where the I got is, to very oh quickly. God, so much. That's where there I got are, to. Yeah. There are some uh, good quests in Days Gone. I think there are some main missions which are memorable goofy and pretty entertaining i really like the quest where you eliminate the rippers uh, and you blow up the dam you cause a tsunami and it's so it's like really over the top and silly that game is so so, melodramatic it's ridiculous like tonally it's a bit weird as well because sometimes it does go silly and sometimes it's really serious so i don't i don't know if that was accidental i don't know if they were trying to be serious the whole time i can't tell with anything in this game (laughs) but if the game had just been this is going to be my main argument for this whole thing. If the game had mm. just been a 12-hour... Uh, I'm not sure if linear is the right word, but just like more linear action game where it was the it was just set around the main core story progression missions where stuff actually happens. Yeah. I think this would have been like a pretty okay game. It wouldn't have been fantastic because it does mm. zero new things in the entire game, but it would have been... Yeah, it would have been serviceable. It wouldn't I have would been have come 40 away. hours long. <laughs> it would have been like 12 hours. I would have yeah. stuck a 7 out of 10 on it. I would be like, eh, I, I had an okay time. But it isn't. It's 35 hours and filled to the brim with time-wasting garbage. Mm-hmm. And it kind of reminds me, I think this is such an old throwback, but I think when we talked about Fallout 4, I think the main quote was, the game is bigger than it is interesting. Yes. And that's what Days Gone is. And the weird thing about Days Gone is the production values are actually pretty high. Like the game looks good. There There is some rough edges and I actually really like the rough edges. It kind of reminds you that the people making the game are human and it's a small team. There's some jank in the game and I, I don't know why I just, I find it endearing when I see jank in these type of things. But apart from that, like, the game looks good. And there's so much motion capture and animation (laughs) and voice work and cinematics. I have never seen a game spend years making their game worse. They spend years on the motion capture and cinematics and voice work behind everything. Every menial bullshit side quest has voice work and, like, cinematics. And it's so over the top. I just can't believe they spent so many resources on bloating this game to a point where it's worse than if they had cut it out. Because if they cut out half the shit in this game, it would have come out in 2015 and it would have suited the quality of the time a bit better. Yeah. But yeah, coming definitely. out in 2019, it just, Oof. it's so far behind. 
where open world games are at the moment. Like, open world games weren't in a great place two years ago, but like, there's been, been some big steps forward very recently. And for this to come out at this time, it, and oh my. Yeah, <sighs> both, both Days Gone and Rage 2 feel a little like they should have been 2014 games. Yeah. Um, because, you know, 2015 onwards, it's like, all right, open world games, they're, uh, they're doing some shit now, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they're good. And Most... same with Fallout 4. Fallout 4 should have came out a year earlier, and it probably would have been a lot more tolerable. But, uh, yeah, Days Gone... And the thing about the writing and uh, or, or all of the voice, the motion capture stuff in Days Gone is that, like, all the writing and story stuff and acting is so fucking boring. <laughs> like, Yeah. I, d- I don't know if I think <laughs> any of the voice actors did a poor job. No, I just no. don't think the material they were given, they can do a lot with. It's bad material, and they're not, like, super well-directed, and that's fine. Like, I, I don't really hold anything against the performances. They're not... Uh, they're not bad by any means, even yeah. though Deacon is so insufferably obnoxious that I, mm-hmm. I think I hate everything about him. But I, I wouldn't say the performance of him is bad. Uh, what is, what's weird to me is people's <clears throat> reception to this game. <sighs> I, I, I'm not really surprised that people enjoy playing the game because I think open world checklist stuff ticks boxes for people. Yeah, like see people, Rage 2 in a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, and people fucking loved Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like, a hundred hours of these little side quest checklist things. And people people like the easygoing nature of that stuff. And I think that's fair enough. But what I don't understand is people saying the story is good. Yeah. That's what I don't understand at all. The first half of the story is borderline worthless. Yep. It is just menial camp dramas between people that you don't give a shit about. Yep. There is nothing about the zombies. It is just humans arguing with each other. There are almost and no zombies in the the time in the 15 18 hours that I played. There are almost no zombies in that game. Mm-hmm. Like it's bizarre. And the second half of the game, I <laughs> was way more invested in the second half of the game because they get to this army camp. And they set up that they have a plan to take out the zombies. And I was like, ooh, okay. A resolution. This is at least... There is a carrot on the string. There is a purpose to the game. Is it like a virus or something? Like they're going to... So Sarah is working on a cure. Oh, right. And another guy is working on a weapon. Great. And there's this almost rivalry where it's whoever can get their project done first (laughs) is going to be the one to do it. Okay. Sure. But Sarah fails. Of course. She doesn't find a cure. Typical. And then the guy who's making the weapon is called Weaver. And it's just it's just a Molotov cocktail, but it's bigger. <laughs> and that's it. That's his like super weapon. Aren't there like seven billion people on planet Earth, Joe? <laughs> yeah. It's Wouldn't there so... be a lot of infected oh my zombies? God. It's really bizarre because the game treats this <clears throat> napalm Molotov like it's the resolution to all their problems. <laughs> The first time you use it, you go, you're forced against a horde and they give you six. That's it. For the whole mission, they give you six of these souped up Molotovs. And don't get me wrong, they are good Molotovs. They're big, fiery Molotovs. But you're against like a hundred zombies. And I ran out of these Molotovs and it was like a quarter done. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I had to Google like the best way to approach it. And eventually I found you could hide in his house and mow them down from the roof. Oh, good. Cheesing a single player yeah, encounter. Yeah, I had to That's cheese it. I didn't design. know how else to do it. Yeah. And then there's this like disjointed 
cutscene and reaction where they're like, oh my god, the weapon works! And it's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? It's they a do fucking that often in cocktail. the game. They do that a lot, huh? Where, where, where like, you do something in gameplay and then the cutscene is completely different. Like, it's so strange. I covered it in the opening stuff. You know, there's the scene where the dude is just standing on the, on the cliffside and then in the cutscene he's been shot and then... Uh, Deacon like beats the zombie's skull in, even though you just shot him with a shotgun. Like they they yeah. swerve from like mundane gameplay into like the cutscene being completely different a, a lot. It's really bizarre. It's so like I don't understand what they're talking about. <laughs> yes, a Molotov cocktail works. <laughs> of what? What did you think? It was just going to hit the ground and nothing was going to happen? <laughs> yes, fire does work. We figured fire that would. out. God, it's just so bizarre, and they act like they've solved the problem because they've made a Molotov that's slightly bigger. I could just throw two normal Molotovs, and it's the same thing. I don't know why they're so excited about this big Molotov. That's they saved the world, Joe. They saved planet Earth for the Molotov. And then cocktail. nothing happens when it comes to resolving the zombies. The game ends with yet another battle of camps bickering and fighting between each other, which I don't think is a bad thing. Like, most of The Walking Dead is yeah, resolving yeah. around Humans human are the real combat. monsters, etc. Humans et cetera. are the real monsters. Humans are a pain in the ass and are violent and always fight each other. It makes sense for that to be a part of the game. Yeah. But they big up the zombies and resolving them for a lot of the game, and it just nothing ever comes of it. It's yeah, where, really strange. Where I sort of stopped playing was they were talking endlessly about how like scary and of a threat the hordes are and i'm like dude i've never seen a horde <laughs> i yeah. fought like 12 zombies in 15 hours like they're not a problem Ooh. guys and yeah, the hordes, <clears throat> they yikes. they never do any sort of establishing scene to to be like the zombies are a huge problem like the whole time they just sort of seem like they're not a problem at all you just drive past like one or two zombies on the side of the road or shoot them in the head and so much of that game is dedicated to be like, the zombies are terrifying. Oh my God, they're such a problem. They're ruining our lives. We need to secure and blow up the tunnels so that we don't have any more hordes. And it's like, where are the hordes? I don't see them. Like, it's so I beat bizarre. the game yeah. and I still don't know how people get infected. Not <laughs> a single person in the entire game gets infected. No we should one. talk about the world building in this game because it is It's so mess. weird. They don't establish the rules of how people turn into zombies. No one in the entire game turns into a zombie. Right. No one. Yeah, normally, die, normally there's like a threat of, you know, you get you breathe in a spore or you get yeah. bitten. And that's like, that forms tension, right, in cutscenes and storytelling. There was a yeah. really weird bit um, in, the, in the quest where you find the Reacher, the souped-up zombie, where this guy is dying on the floor and... Uh, you're talking to O'Brien, and he's like, we're going to get you out of here. And he's like, no, my suit's been compromised. And Deacon is just right next to him without a suit. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what are the rules here? I don't understand what's going on. How do people turn into zombies? God. And they explain like, oh, the virus started because uh, this guy did this thing in a lab. And then he went to a conference and everyone got infected. And I'm like, so how? It's a, you, so you inhale How does it, it work? <laughs> oh, my how God. How does the infection spread? I'm literally Ugh. stabbing zombies and their blood is all in my mouth and I'm fine. Like, how does it work? Yeah, and you can people, get bitten by them, right? Like, yeah. aren't there some and animations when where people, they jump up on you? Yeah. In cutscenes, when people get eaten or bitten by, what do you call it, uh, the freakers, they, they just eat them alive until they're gone, like right. bones. So it's not like so they you'd bite think it would be like an them. airborne virus. 
Yeah, and it's I don't know. So maybe everyone that's still alive is immune. May yeah, they don't establish maybe. that. <laughs> they just don't talk about that. There's so much it, weird uh, world building in this game because they they just you know there's that uh, in the middle of action in Medias Res it's like you know classic storytelling technique you start in the middle of action fine there's nothing wrong with that mm. but you're you know that that means you have to sort of at some point go back either literally or with storytelling you know you sort of learn about the history of things and that gives you better understanding and context this game doesn't do that like no it just throws you into the middle and you're like, wait, who are these people? What's happening? Huh? What? And then it, that just keeps going. Like every character in the game knows each other. And yeah. they never provide backstory to any of it. Every faction in the game is a fucking biker gang. And I don't understand why that's the case either. Like, yeah. At one point you cross into like a whole new area that the characters have never been. And it's like, oh, look, another biker gang, except they're military yeah. now. There are cars it's, everywhere, it's and so no one weird. uses one. Why is everyone a biker game, gang? At the end of the game, you just you you make a truck to like ram into a base to attack it. And I'm like, wait, so you can just get these things up and running? Why is no one using giant trucks to get around? That sounds much more protective than a motorbike. It's so a motorbike, bizarre. Sometimes it's like fucking wolves that come after you and like bite you off the motorbike. Why not use a truck? That sounds it's, great. It's so weird. Like, I don't understand. Everyone's on bikes. Why is not everyone on bikes? Every single character in that game is a biker in, in the part of a biker gang. Like, yeah. I get it. Your game is about being on a bike. Like, he is a biker. That's fine. But I mean, bikes why... make sense for, like, off-roading. But why is there not a single car Why in the is every game? faction a biker gang? Like, <laughs> it's not like... I, I'm trying to think of a... a, a like... It, it's not like in Horizon Zero Dawn, like literally every faction that you go to is the sun worshiping cult, right? Like, mm -hmm. and they, you know, you, you different factions function differently. And it's not like, I don't know. I mean, I live in the Pacific Northwest technically. And it's like, okay, bikers, sure. You know, it doesn't snow here much. Okay. There's, there's probably more bikers here than normal, maybe. But like, literally everyone is a biker. <laughs> <laughs> all of the factions are biker gangs and i'm like why like what is happening did they just all formally agree to be bikers it doesn't make any sense i don't know every faction functions exactly the same they all well, have the, the exact same currency no but like in, in terms of like currency and, and upgrading like you know mm -hmm. yeah one of them is a uh, sort of a fucking truth or freak you know radio messages from copeland all the time one of them is I like a labor. Every thing. single one of them. They're I never so to terrible. Um, Fuck this game. But but like literally every faction is a biker gang, and they all use ears as a currency, I guess. Yeah. And like they all function exactly the same. They all have like a trust meter, um, which takes fucking forever to level up. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, uh, but that system is just useless. It's at the, at the end of the game. I had eight hundred ears. And it gave me like two hundred respect or something. Oh, that's oh the ear system. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I stopped Seriously, collecting. It do them, anything like, after five minutes. Like I turned thirty in once, and it was like, yeah, you gained six XP towards yeah. your twelve thousand goal. I, I was like, okay, eight hundred ears at the end, and it barely did anything. <sighs> it's so bizarre. Like just it's there are so many strange things in this game that yes. I just I look at it and I'm like, how did they end up here? Like what is, you know, like. The biker gang thing. It's like, what? Wh where do they end? How do they end up with this decision? You know, um, why is Deacon 
the worst character in any video game ever, you know? <laughs> and the game seems to like him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there are parts in this game where a character... So when you do the Ripper stuff, the head of the Rippers is... Uh, it turns out he, it's someone that you know from your past, mm-hmm. which they do a very poor job of making clear. Mm-hmm. And you know him from your past because you... And the gang leader of the biker gang you were a part of before the apocalypse, you and him held him down and used a blowtorch to completely, utterly destroy the back of this guy, his back. They tortured him with a blowtorch for hours. And Deacon is played as the good guy in this Mm -hmm. scenario. Like, the guy that... He has gone crazy... Because in the past, you and your valiant biker gang leader, Jack, I think his name is? I don't remember. They just reference him. But he is played up as like this heroic figure to Deacon as well. This enemy character has gone insane because you tortured him like horribly, shockingly, before there was ever even an apocalypse. And Deacon is treated as the good guy by the game. And this guy is treated as the bad guy. And that carries out throughout the whole game. There are constantly like these references to things that Deacon has done or some of their past. And I'm like, these guys all sound like fucking terrible. Like, what were they doing before the apocalypse? Holy shit. And the game is just like, Deacon's like, I did what I had to. I'm a good man. And, and Boozer's like, yeah, come on, Deacon. You're a good man. And it's like, I, it's... The game, it's so fuck. This game is so fucking weird. I don't it is understand. Weird. It's so I said bizarre. that multiple times. Like, this is so weird. Yeah. I, like, this is a very, I, this might be a bit nitpicky, but multiple times, maybe times where you're driving the bike and then the game just takes over and is auto driving the bike <laughs> and you can only just look around. I'm like, what? Why am I not driving the bike anymore? And, like, it's not a big deal. That is nitpicky. But it's just such a weird decision. Well, the yeah, like, the Why way the game... Playing? The way the game, like, flows between cutscenes and story and gameplay, right? Where it's, like, fade to black. You know, like, that is such a weird decision. I'm sure it's an engine choice, but, like, there's so many things like that where, like, why? why? Like, why are you doing it this way? You know, it's like, but why? <laughs> why Why didn't yeah. you just put auto-aim in? I, but why? <laughs> I don't understand. Yes. Why is I there really no... I really think... <sighs> I think I said this the other day. I do think that a lock-on system like GTA or Red Dead would have worked. And it sort of has an option to snap, but it doesn't work like Red Dead or GTA. Uh, I swear I turned it on and I didn't notice any difference. I tried it and it didn't It didn't seem very... It like, yeah, it didn't seem very useful. Uh, the Red Dead lock-on would have been fine. Like, it's... Again, it's not a survival horror game. So it doesn't need to play like shit. Yeah. Just make it super easy and mindless because the whole game is super easy and mindless, especially once you start upgrading, you know, your stamina, your focus bar and headshot damage. Once you get used to the aiming, which takes about 10 hours, yeah, really you can does. just you can just one-shot everything and there's no enemy variety. Like all the humans are just humans. There's no like heavily armored guy or anything. You just shoot them in the head and they die. That's well, the entire the game. End, okay, like well, a couple hours. at hour 40 there might be, but <laughs> Uh, yeah. That doesn't really matter. So it's like, yeah, it's just, and oh my god, I, oh god, I, yeah, th- all these problems are like, okay, you know, if if all these things were there, but then the story was really compelling, I would be mostly okay with it. Mm-hmm. 
But the story stuff just sucks so much. And I have never been so put off by a main character in any game than with Deacon. Deacon St. John is the worst thing in a video game. (laughs) He he is so fucking terrible. He's so aggressive and miserable and mean and like obnoxious. And he never shuts up ever. Every Um, cutscene he just talks. The game never shuts up. He, yeah, the whole game just, it's constant talking and dialogue and angry fighting. And you're like, this is not compelling. It's just exhausting. It is. Ugh. <laughs> this fucking code of, I don't, oh, I don't kill unarmed women. That's I'm a good man. I don't kill unarmed women. It's like, wow, yeah. what an honorable code yeah, you have. Yeah, wow. What, you know oh, <laughs> big man here. Watch out, boys. He doesn't kill women and children when they're not armed. <laughs> but if they do have a gun and they're fighting for their own survival, he's going to fucking slit their throat and bathe in their blood. Like That was oh such a God. weird thing where they made that this like noble rule. I don't shoot a woman in the face when she's unarmed. Wow. <laughs> it's like, whoop. Wow. Give him the fucking Nobel Peace Prize. What a like, nice guy. Oh my God. And there's weird bits where people talk about it. Like Ricky's yeah, like, I, I know. know you have a thing about shooting unarmed women. It's like, who doesn't have a thing about shooting unarmed women? <laughs> That's what <laughs> No human likes that. Oh my God. And, and, this game is so weird. All of the human enemies are just presented as evil for no reason. Even though like yeah. some of the factions, like the Rippers, okay, fine. They're all tripping on like bad LSD like they're in Mandy or something. Fine. But like... Yeah, they're fucked. That's fair. But like there are factions... There are just human enemies that are not part of any faction that I could figure out that are just... In, like they just are camping in the wilderness. They're just living. And you just roll up on them and fucking shoot them all in the face for no reason. And, and Diggs like, yeah, you fucking like that. You yeah, like he's like, oh, I've got a rock hard erection right now, you fucker. This yeah, game is, like, oh, oh, sweet bandages. Oh, shit. Oh, God. God, he never the, stops talking. Oh, I the weird thing, Yeah, and at the beginning of the game, it's really weird because it doesn't establish who these people are. So I get there and I'm like, am I supposed to be killing all these guys? Yeah. And you just kill them all. And Dig is like, yeah, that will teach you. I'm like, who are these guys? <laughs> yeah, that'll teach you a random woman for trying to survive in the wilderness with a gun. Like, what's oh. happening? Why am I killing these people? They it's done so anything bizarre. To me. You know, like, yeah. other games have done interesting things with that. And like The Last of Us, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, like, but like, they, they don't. They don't do anything with it. He's just like a, a psychomaniac. And the game is like, yeah, he's awesome, isn't he? And I'm like, no, he's not. God. And the this game, game doesn't even feel have... crazy because the so many people uh, like this game. It's so like the game doesn't even do anything fun with the apocalyptic setting. Like, okay, you tell me, uh, motorcycle guy in the apocalypse. I'm like, okay, at least let me like get some cool customization for my my character he changes outfits yeah. once there's nothing there's no customization okay fine that's fine you want to curate the the appearance of the character fine 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 let me put like spiked wheels on my fucking motorcycle Ooh, let me yeah, put like a, cool. an antler like a cow grill or like a, a deer antler or something on the front to like ram zombies over no oh i can't do that oh i can change the headlight to be an upside down triangle though Ooh, that's exciting like this game never <sighs> thinks about is this going to be fun that is never no. in its design philosophy. It never no. thinks about, is this going to be fun to do? Yeah. And again, That's I a think... a big problem. If they had... Like, when they initially announced it, it sort of seemed like it was maybe going to be like a really 
emphasized like survival horror open world thing which i do think is a really compelling idea like sort of you know metro exodus almost sort of gets into that a little bit where it's like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna leave the train and i'm gonna go out for like an hour you know and it's gonna get dark and i'm gonna have to find somewhere to camp and i'm gonna be limited on ammo and it's gonna be stressful and then when i finally get back to the train i'm gonna be like oh thank god okay that was a nightmare and if days gone had really leaned into that i think that would have been a much more interesting game but it's not. It's just, it's it's just a completely unfun action game. That to is me, everything <laughs> comes back. Yeah, everything comes back to it being too long. There's yeah. a lot of open world games with problems, mm-hmm. but it's like picking out a scab. If you are forced to do something that irritates you a little bit, once you do it a hundred times and are forced to do it a hundred times, eventually you're going to keep scratching at that scab. It's going to be fucking painful by the end of it, and you're going to go nuts. Yeah. You know, death by a thousand cuts. It yeah. just slowly but surely drives you absolutely nuts. It's and like, do uh, think... what's the water torture where they drop like one drip of water on your head like every 10 minutes or something? <laughs> like... I think it's just called like Japanese water torture. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Might not be Japan. Like, yeah. I apologize yeah. if I got that wrong, but it's, I think it's just called That's what it's torture. like, where you're just yes. like, oh, this is yeah. fine. And then I remember they did it on Mythbusters once and, and by like yeah. an hour two, Carrie is just like weeping. And I'm like, yep, that that's really days gone. That's days gone right there. That's a really good analogy for days gone. <laughs> it's like and drip and you're like, oh, that's obnoxious. Oh, drip again. Uh-oh, this is getting a little, yeah. And it's weird to me when a problem is the game is too long because that is the easiest thing to fix. You just stop making it. And they made it for years and years and years. They could have stopped in 2016 and it would have been better. Yeah. It's such a bizarre problem. And it's, part of yeah. me does feel bad for shitting on it ruthlessly because it was made by a small team. And I like it when small teams have ambitious ideas. And I for don't sure. have any ill will against Bend Studios. I think Days Gone sold like crazy. Oh, and yeah. a lot of people liked it. Um, I really hope they go on to do something else. I fucking pray that they don't just go straight on to Days Gone 2 until 2026. I really hope they use the resources <laughs> and the money they will be getting from the positive sales of Days Gone. And just do something a bit smaller. Bring it back a bit, lads. I mean, for yeah. two or three year turnaround, because, like, they have... I was going to say have talent. Uh, <laughs> they <laughs> they are competent in some areas. Like, the production values of the game are fine. It's not like a buggy disaster or anything. No. It's not like a flaming... Yeah, it's... It's just... I just I think the Horde stuff is a bit off as well. Um, I think the Horde should be challenges. <laughs> I just think they're a bit too difficult. Which is always a strange complaint because it's subjective. People yeah. will say get good, but I, I did four of them. And they're just like, I think they're a little bit too fast at times. They're very hard to get away from once you've aggroed them. <laughs> Even like trying to get back on your bike, he's so slow that you just get like slapped down. One of my favorite things in the game is the <laughs> when you get killed by a horde on your bike and the game just cuts to black before any of the animations even finish playing <laughs> it's so janky you get killed so quickly when you drive into yeah. a horde it's hilarious yeah like when i saw the e3 footage the hordes were what excited me because you know i hadn't seen anything about world war z it was new tech new game tech and they showed that yeah. fun demo where you blow open a wall and the horde takes down a camp never saw that that never was never in the that. game yeah they were just this wandering bundle of was there zombies. a zombie bear in the game yeah, okay. but it's just look—it's just a bear with a different texture and more health. Great, great. 
I fought um, the regular bear, and that was exhilarating. Yeah, the hordes, I think, are just a missed opportunity <laughs> because they're so challenging, which, you know, that's fair. It shouldn't be easy to take down 100 zombies, but they're so hard to take down, and there's no reward, so it feels just unmotivating to ever engage with them. And they are never in a fun scripted moment in the cutscene where you're like, do-do-do-do-do, and they burst through a wall, and you're like, get on the bike and run, and then they're like crawling after you. Maybe there was one, I don't know. The only time they're incorporated into missions is where it forces you to take out a horde. And they're not very good missions. There mm -hmm. is one, the second forced horde mission, I actually thought was so well designed that the other two came off really bizarre. In the second horde mission, like the horde spawns in a pit, which gives you like a nice bit of planning time. Like, okay, I can really do some damage here. And it has an arena full of explosive trucks, explosive barrels and boxes. And it's really manageable and kind of entertaining. Like, mm. you have so many opportunities to like, explode big chunks of them. Um, it took me two attempts, and I only failed the first time because I accidentally blew up a truck too close to me, and I sent Deacon flying, and he died. <laughs> and then the, sec the, the second attempt, I did it, and I was like, that was that was fun. I just exploded a hundred zombies. But the other two Force Horde interactions are just, they're here, and then go fight them. Yeah. And there isn't enough environmental destruction to take them out. And there's one in the sawmill where I just had to spend like an hour very, very slowly breaking them down with a gun from a distance because I ran out of all my Molotovs. I searched the entire area for scraps to make more Molotovs. I couldn't. And this is a forced story thing, right? Forced story. There was three large forced hordes for the story. And Ugh. I don't know. I thought the horde was going to be a big part of it. And they're never in a fun scripted moment where they're like flowing over this mountain and you're like, ah, shit, get away. They're just there. And I think, you know, organic AI, natural AI is cool sometimes in games. You know, Skyrim Dragon, having them have them just be there. That's a fun idea. But they're so difficult and you're not really rewarded. So it's like, why would I go against a horde? Yeah. And it, it's also a really large time investment. If you want to take them down... <laughs> Usually you can't even hold enough Molotovs to just blow them up in one go. It takes like twenty to fifty minutes, fifteen to twenty minutes. So it's like if you are driving your bike away and you clip one box and they get you, you got to start from the beginning. And it's just, I don't know. It for a game that took seven years to make, this game yeah. doesn't feel done. It's really weird. It just to me it just feels so old, like in so many ways. Like it's just. It just feels like it should, like we said, it should have come out so many years ago. It's like zombies, The Walking Dead and Sons of Anarchy sure are popular. And it's like, wait a second, what year is it? Yeah. Is it hasn't one of those shows been off the air for like six years already? I don't even know. And and just like so many of the design, you know, it's like there are escort missions or eavesdropping missions. There are insta-fail stealth missions. And you're like, what yeah. is like, what year is it? Like it's 20 <laughs> fucking 19, you know, like... Yeah. I, oh God, I was so. I'm so glad I stopped playing at 15 hours and just gave up. I, I really had a miserable time with it, and I'm amazed you played it all the way through. I just, I had to see what was the point. Yeah. Like, what is this game? What is it going for? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. What's the point? What's the point of this game? Yeah. And there wasn't really a point. I guess the overall arc was just Deacon finding his friends, keeping them safe, and making a home. Because that's the only thing that is accomplished in the entire game. Mm, Find yes. Sarah, and then he eventually makes a settlement which is not ruled by some crazy person, and he's got a home. 
but I don't give a shit about Deacon. So yeah. after 32 hours, I don't care that Deacon is safe. No one dies in this game, by the way. No one. Iron Mike dies. Spoilers. Mm. I don't. I don't care. Mm. But like, I don't care about Iron Rip. Mike. I think Iron Mike was an okay character, but he's, he's only okay, in the game yeah. for like two, three hours, so I wasn't really that attached to him. And he's the only person who dies in the entire game. So there's like no stakes. There's no emotional moments where like everyone dies. I think that's like how The Walking Dead worked as well. The Walking Dead isn't, in my opinion, a very high quality TV show. No. But the novelty of characters dying works. Why people like early Game of Thrones. That's why people like The Walking Dead. Who's going to die? Are my favorites going to survive? And it doesn't even capitalize on that novelty. Yeah. Which is, I, I don't know, I thought if they're making this game, it seems so heavily influenced by Walking Dead stuff that it would have been like, oh shit, this person's died, this person's died, but just no one dies. <laughs> Fucking hell, people, a... become, pe- people come back from the dead, you find Sarah. <laughs> right. I have a spoiler uh, about Sarah, which is... I spoiled the mid- whole game. Just yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, my favorite part in the game, the, aka the, the moment that got the biggest laugh out of me, and when I just threw my controller on the ground and turned the game off, was a story reveal where uh, I think it's after the last O'Brien encounter before you go to the second half of the map. Mm. O'Brien's like, uh, oh, yeah, I found out uh, your wife uh, worked for the government in the... Uh, fu-. And he's like... And then Deacon's like, oh, yeah, Sarah, my wife, is a biopharmaceutical scientist that works for the government and has top secret... Clearance, and I'm like, you just forgot about that, bud. Yeah. Like, that seems like a pretty major thing. You, you would have thought, like, oh, zombie virus outbreak. Hmm, wife missing. Hmm, <gasps> wife has top secret security clearance. Hmm, that's just a coincidence. But wait, wife has. <gasps> she's a pharmacist. She works in the biological wep- like weapons division of. Huh? What? It's like that gif of that that woman with the like math going over her face, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, Deacon. Uh, what are you? What did, did you just forget about all that stuff for twenty five? Like, what? How long? Two years? Three years? Like, oh my god! It was so the stupid. Stu- yeah. The stuff where you reunite with Sarah is really weird and awkward. I watched that cutscene. Yeah. They they pretend they don't know each other for a while, and I'm like. <laughs> maybe they don't they're just like trying to keep each other safe and they don't know how people are going to react if they i can't think of any negative towards they just reuniting and being like oh my god this is my wife and she's been missing for years like deacon keeps lying about it and i guess like he's just being careful but when they're alone they continue to act really awkward around each other like they're not in love or really excited to see each other and it takes like another 10 hours for them to like even kiss again and it's it's what really strange. And but I that's, guess, that's know, consistent with changed. the opening as well, though, right? Like the like I said in that video, the the literally the first spoken line of the game is Deacon, who now now that we understand what the opening means, Deacon is standing over top of his wife, who has just been stabbed in the gut in the middle of an apocalyptic event occurring. The first line of the game, the first thing he says is Oh, she's the wound's festering. She's going septic. Yeah. And it's like, and that's why when the game started, I was like, okay, so this guy, so like this woman got stabbed and these two biker guys just happened to come across her and they're deciding to help her, right? Like, that's what I thought was happening because of how weirdly written and edited and performed everything in the game is. Where it's like, yeah, no, wait, they're literally married. He should be like, you know, okay, someone can be calm in a, in a, in a situation like that. But like, 
he sounds so bored, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so hearing that they that their relationship stuff is just weird and confusing uh, sounds about right, honestly. Uh, yeah, they just never behave like husband and wife. They yeah. kind of act like they were in a small relationship before. Right, like and they're just fling. kind of... Yeah, and they're rekindling it slowly. Yeah. It just... They, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like they're in love with each other. A lot it's of this game strange. feels like different things were stapled together after the huge chunk of it was like torn out. That's that's <laughs> what it feels like. It wouldn't surprise me if that was the case, to some degree. <sighs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. Should we should we wrap it up? Move on. Yeah. What would you rate it? Um, I would rate it four, four out of ten, which I think is kind of generous. Oh, oh, oh right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, two stars. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. The yeah. thing is, there there was there is a seven out of ten <clears throat> fine game here. Right. It just is too bloated. It drags on for too long, and there's too many strange decisions. Like the other day, my bike ran out of fuel, and I had to walk for <sighs> seven hundred meters just because all these settlements didn't have fuel. Like, just put in a fucking, like, crafting thing so I can craft fuel. Who cares if it doesn't make sense? You have all this sense? space on the back of your bike. Let me strap a jerry can to it. Like. Yeah, you can do you can do it with um, ammo near the end of the game. Right. You can carry ammo on the back of your bike, but you can't just tag fuel on the... Uh, or just, like, or make it so that when your bike runs out of gas, it prompts a an excursion into the wilderness, and it's stressful, right? And it's, mm-hmm. like, a fight to get your bike refueled. Instead, it's like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to, like close my eyes and push walk in a straight direction for 10 minutes until I get yeah. to the place I'm going. I'm going to put on a podcast uh, for five minutes and just hold yeah. forward. Yeah. It's... <sighs> yeah, it's strange. I would probably agree two are. stars, but like, I I really, really, really did not have any fun at all with the entire <laughs> game. And, and the only reason I wouldn't give it like a lower rating is because it's not poorly made. No. It's just, I, like, it's a sympathy two stars, really, because it's like, well, there's nothing, nothing's on fire. It's not like a dump, you know, but it, I just fucking hated my time playing that It's game. a small team that bit off more than they can chew, I think. And Sony just let them go for, like, nine years or whatever, seven years, and it's like... Isn't it, like, their first proper game? In a long time, yeah. Siphon Filter was, like, 2006 or seven was the last one, and then yeah. they made... Vita games, it's, I think. There's just there's nothing interesting or unique in it. The zombie yeah. plot doesn't go anywhere. Um, if you like the human conflict stuff, you like that little drama. People like menial drama stuff. People watch the fucking Kardashians. So if you're into Ugh. it, fair enough. Uh, it wasn't for me. I don't give a shit about the humans or if they're fighting. So for me, I didn't get anything out of the story. I just wanted to know what the resolution to the zombies was going to be. And there wasn't one. It's just a bunch of people bickering for 40 hours with very average shooting. Actually, yep. below average shooting in it. Yep. Um, this yeah, game makes I, me I think... I keep trying to think, how do people like it? Because so many people liked it. <laughs> there so are a many lot of people, people that enjoy it. this game, yeah. Like, this this video will have, I reckon, a suitable amount of thumbs down from people who disagree. Because people love Days Gone. And I just can't... I'm an open-minded guy. And if you like a game, fair enough. You yeah. have your fun. I would rather be you. I would rather enjoy a game than dislike a game. Believe it or not, I like fun. By the end of this video, you're not going to think I do, but I do like having fun. I just don't get it this time. Mm. I really like. I can look at Assassin's Creed, I can look at Far Cry, and I, I, I'm like, these games are boring to me, but I get it. Days Gone is like, I barely understand how people <laughs> enjoy this game. 
Yeah. <laughs> but if you did, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I was going to say it reminds me of The Order 1886. That's what mm. this game makes me think of. Except it's open world and 40 hours long instead of five hours long. Uh, it feels yeah. like it should have come out of the first two years of the PlayStation when all of Sony's games were like, ooh, this is kind of shitty. This game doesn't seem great, but it's this not This game needed more fun. That's my end opinion. It needed Up more fun. the fun factor. Well, more fun. About a week or two, about a week after uh, Days Gone came out, we got a code for Rage 2. Yes. And uh, I immediately started playing it. So we're talking about Rage 2 now, everyone. We got a code yes. from Bethesda as well, so, you know, take that as you will. Um, and I, I, I'll, I'll start, because I, yeah. I know sort of how you feel about it. And <laughs> I you know sort anything of, to you. And you know sort of how I feel about it. <laughs> how because, do you know how I feel? I haven't said anything. Because you just said by the end of this video, you think you, <laughs> people won't think you have, like, fun. <laughs> Yeah, people are gonna this fucking British guy hates everything I think that's true I, I don't know he sounded like he hated Sekiro by the end and all no, these different I games like bad video games but um, <clears throat> and you know obviously I have done a review already so uh, fairly well documented I feel like but um, I don't really like open world games a lot um, I think they're really boring most of the time, and I think all those problems that I have with open world games can 110% be applied to Rage 2 because it's kind of a budget-ass, mediocre open world game. But when I got Rage 2, I was just like, just let me fucking shoot things and have a good time. And you know what Rage 2 does? Basically, the only thing that it does is let you shoot fucking everything and have a good time. And... Hmm. There's a lot of other, like, there's downtime, I guess. But, mm -hmm. like, I just wanted Rage 2 to provide some fun combat, especially after Days Gone. <laughs> and um, Rage 2's combat, I find, is very enjoyable. And I played it for about 15 hours and beat the game. I haven't touched it in about two weeks and have barely even thought about it. But I had a good time, and the combat's fun, and everything else is meh, and that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> Hmm. All right. How much do you hate it? Let's go. Come on. Come on. Come. Come. Uh, come. Come. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah. I don't like it. Rage two. I think is garbage. Um, what? And I, yeah. I think it's garbage. And I fundamentally disagree that the game just lets you shoot things. Uh, I feel like the game, at every turn, doesn't want you to shoot things, and it's just stopping me from shooting things. And that's why this game just sent me up the fucking wall. To be fair, you have been playing Days Gone for the last month oh my as God. well. It just, I just wanted to shoot things and it just kept stopping me from shooting things. But before Where, I get into how? that, we have been talking shit on games for an hour. Let's talk about the shooting in Rage 2. Because the shooting in Rage 2 is pretty fun. Yeah. Pretty, pretty damn fun. I will say that I did think there was going to be a bit more variety in the shooting in Rage 2. Hmm. That might be maybe the marketing. I don't know why. I just thought there was some like a bit crazier stuff in Rage 2. Mm -hmm. A lot of the guns are quite standard. Shotguns. Some are like snipers and LMGs. And they are, they're satisfying to use. You could argue the same for Doom as well. Some of the weapons in Doom are very standard. Yeah. Um, and you get you get some fun stuff. Like the grav gun is... They needed like two or three fun. more like the grav gun, I think. Yeah, it, it's fun. But for me, I found it... I don't know if it's the order I found the arcs in. I found Maybe, the yeah. the ground pound and, like, the slam thing very early on. 
So by the end of the game, I was just kind of, by hour 10, I wasn't really getting that much satisfaction out of ground pounding and slapping people. It was starting to get a little bit repetitive. And I just, I think it was just my expectations from the marketing <laughs> were a little bit off, which I could maybe put on myself. Uh, the just, marketing for this game, I think, was fairly, let's just say it was well marketed, I would say. Okay, effective yes. marketing campaign because and by effective i mean maybe a little deceptive uh yeah for some reason it, i thought it was a bit more bullet stormy it definitely seemed to be selling a tale more like bullet storm or saints row the third or fourth i would say in terms of zaniness and it's not that it's not quite it, a little bit it gets there it gets there at times for yeah. sure i agree uh like yeah, but it, it's not quite there. Yeah, not quite it what is, the marketing was selling. I did like it. Boom! One positive remark down in the podcast. I, I liked the combat. I want it to be a bit more wild. And like, you go to an arc and you get a shield. I'm like, fucking hell. And you go to another arc and it's just like a sniper rifle. And I'm like, god damn it. Just <laughs> give me something like really weird. Put a portal mm. gun in there. I don't know. Um, but I disagree that this game just lets you shoot stuff. First complaint is mm -hmm. the game doesn't give you anything for killing people except for like a little bit of a currency. The main way you get the currencies, the 5,000 currencies needed to upgrade <laughs> the 5,000 things in 5,000 menus is I was just spending half my time looking around camp for chests after killing people. That was how I spent about 70% of the game. <laughs> Jesus. Just like looking for chests to upgrade things because the upgrades are cool. They like really make your weapons better and they upgrade your skills. So there is a big incentive to look for the, the crates and the arc chests, but they're, not, they're never labeled on the, in these big camps. So it was just me running around. It felt like the camps in Days Gone where I'm looking for the, the fucking vent in the ground to get into the Marauders <laughs> oh, camp. Oh God. That's what it felt like. I was just looking for chests for half the game. I guess I, thought, I got the uh, upgrade. Why not of experience for killing people? Why I did I the, just get it? Oh. I got the upgrade that sort of tells you where things are. Uh, I think I... Uh, I don't like know, really I early, so it was never really a problem. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's maybe the problem with the design is with yeah. the variance of where the arcs are and the upgrade stuff, I feel like you can accidentally maybe <clears> make the game less enjoyable for yourself depending on your route. I agree, it's yeah. very I think, possible I did that. I think, yeah, I think it's it actually just sort of brought to mind Alien Isolation a little bit for me, where I remember people, you know, talked about their experience with that game and how just the path through it sometimes, depending on how you played and just the way things went, could have been very unenjoyable. And I was thinking <laughs> about Rage 2 now as you were speaking, and I'm like, yeah, maybe I just happened to go pick at all these different branches where you can go i just sort of happened to pick the perfect path where it never felt like anything was getting in my way you know and, and it felt like i got the cool upgrades at the right time like slightly later on in the game and yeah that's sort of what i'm suspecting and i agree that it is now that you're hearing that you had a, such a bad time with it i'm like oh maybe that open nature of it is actually a problem, like more of a problem than I thought. And I did sort of think, you know, it's weird that you can literally play through the whole game without touching a single one of the arcs, for example. Yeah. Uh, you could play through that whole game with your machine gun and nothing else, which is bizarre. 
Um, yeah, and there's and- like lots of other things that slowed me down, not just the chests. Um, I don't like that you have to go to every single location to uncover it. They're just question marks. Uh, I don't want to praise the Ubisoft tower mechanic, but it makes sense. Like Nintendo did it in Breath of the Wild when you go up a tower and you uncover a portion of the map. There was like a lot of frustrating moments where I'd go from like question mark to question mark to question mark. And it was just like boring activity that I'm not interested in. Level 10 outposts that I can't do yet because I haven't got much good stuff. And there'd be like 30 minutes of me unchecking these things where it's like, this is just a random location. This is too high level. This is X and Y that I don't want to do. Where the fuck are the camps that I can do? (laughs) And then finally, I'd get to a camp and... Another complaint is I just don't think they spawned enough enemies in at times. I would get to a camp and I would destroy it in like 30 seconds. Uh, And I'm like, that was a fun 30 seconds. I want to do more of it. There's like 20 enemies. I just destroyed everyone so quickly. My favorite stuff in the game is like the alien buggy enemies. They like spawn in the hundreds. There's like five or six of them around the map. Oh, the mutant boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those were awesome. I really like that because there's hundreds of those little bastards and you're just like slaying out. And if you don't destroy the eggs, you can kind of just sit there and mow them down for <laughs> yeah, like 20 minutes. And that was that felt like the game I wanted when I was doing those alien nests. And I'm just like destroying these guys. Uh, the game has great sound, uh, very satisfying mm-hmm. animations. Exploding enemies is really just satisfying. And I was doing these enemy camps and I was just clearing them out so quickly. And then spending the rest of my time opening chests, driving around in a boring open world. There's no incentives to like stop and kill enemies either. So I'm just like, I don't know. Also, like the vehicles, you can only upgrade the one vehicle, which I found really strange. Yeah. Because I was only using the flying thing, which I thought was a fun little vehicle, even though it had like this auto yeah, um, yeah. go up a mountain thing, which was yeah. a bit janky, but I, I, that's just nitpicking at this point. I still enjoyed the floating little motorbike thing, but there was no upgrades for it. I think, why was there only upgrades for the one vehicle? I think it would have been fun to have upgrades for my little flying buggy. Give it some <laughs> yeah. guns or super speed. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, my main problem, like, with Days Gone, I had one core... Well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I narrowed it down to one problem, which it was just too long. And for Rage 2, it was just, I wanted to slay out. I wanted to doom it. I wanted to go absolutely nuts, and I was just interrupted all the time. And just wandering around and going to this question mark. Can't do this question mark yet. Hmm. This question mark, it's just, like, find a dead soldier. And I'm like, I just want to fight shit. That's just weird. Like I, I just... Didn't have that at all. Like I, how it became very quick, obvious very quickly that ninety percent of the question marks are just some form of outpost, basically. Uh, you know, there's like, okay, this one might be like a, a refueling thing or something, but like ninety percent of the question marks are just you go there and you shoot guys. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I never encountered any camps that were too high level for me. Uh, I also play the game on hard, which makes the combat a little more engaging. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's, I should have done that. It's too easy on normal, that's for sure. Yeah. And I discovered that very quickly. Um, I don't know. I just felt like the driving was the thing where it's like, okay, this is whatever. My brain is just shut off for 30 seconds while I drive to the next thing. Uh, or even less sometimes because some of the things are pretty packed in there because there's fucking so many goddamn icons on the map. Um, yeah, I just... 
I never felt like there was anything getting in the way of me having a good time with the combat and that there was a fucking wad of the combat in the game. That's that's the experience I had with it. <sighs> that sounds nice. And I don't know... I, yeah, I, I think it's interesting to hear that you just... Like, yeah, I didn't encounter... A, I, the highest one enemy level that I found was, like, level 7 or so in, in terms of, mm. like, early on when I was unequipped, like, under-equipped. yeah. I think I found that like one and I was like, oh, it's level seven. I'm like, eh, I'll probably avoid that. And but the thing is you can do them. Oh, yeah. But I found yeah, yeah. if you do an over level camp, you have to play a bit slower, which I, mm. I, I think I did try like one level nine arc or something. And you have to like really sit back because they drill your health down quickly and like pick people off. And I was like, eh, I'd rather just wait until I'm overpowered and play the game how I think it's supposed to be played. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I... It's one of those games that it's like I just had a very fun time with it the whole time, and there I I didn't find any I didn't have any problems with activities. There all of them just are shooting people, and I didn't find the downtime between them to be I anything. I just would be like, okay, fifteen seconds, gonna boost over, drive, jump out, shoot things for another thirty seconds, rinse and repeat for twelve hours or so. Fifteen seconds. Some of the drives went on forever. Yeah, I mean, as the later you go as well, and there's less activities to do, sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, all these negatives have been said before, but the world isn't really that great. I actually really like some of the environmental places. They just don't really do anything with it. Yeah. There's like a there's a cool area which reminds me of near Automata, where there's like buildings, <laughs> yeah. and it looks like a big earthquake's happened, and there was a swampy area. And it was strange because I was like, the environments here are kind of cool, it's a nice looking game as well, I think. But there's just not really... Yeah, yeah. But I just... I don't know. It seemed really empty. And I just... I don't know. When there was ride, when there was driving, I didn't feel any incentive to do any combat while driving. Um, no, I didn't want there's very little convoys. Yeah. I thought the convoys were pretty fun. Yeah, me too. But there just wasn't a huge amount of combat to do in the cars. Yeah, I, I think wish that would have helped with the pacing. That. Like gun combat, car combat, combat I agree. car, yeah. you know? Like the the convoys are fun, but they're so spaced out. Like they're mm-hmm. they're very few and far between, and and the combat is like really basic in the car. Like you basically don't yeah. have to do much of anything, but it was enjoyable. Yeah, um, I also, think they should have incorporated mm. some platforming stuff. They yeah, that was really, probably my yeah. They really lightly teased at it when you do the dead soldier find the dead guy quests. Yeah, There's some but, like uh, very very light platforming, like getting yeah. on top of a building. And you have, like, good movement stuff. You, you come up with a big sprinting power. You can jump and double dash. You can throw it the vortex like underneath a, your feet and get a huge yeah. boost up. Yeah. It seemed like yeah, a bit I, of a wasted opportunity not to use that more. Yeah, I agree. I, I would have really liked to have seen an activity uh, out in the open world that was sort of... If, if they had made the search for the soldier thing be, like, a platforming exploration thing, I think that would have been way yes. more interesting. Like, a heavy, plat- like, emphasized platforming instead of, like one jump that you have to make and you're like okay that was it uh yeah it's um the, the towns to me felt really dead i don't know why they just it felt like a really old game where they couldn't load load in that really character quiet, models. the towns i found it was like, like four people walking around and it just felt really dead it's I mean, just like know, rage one to, <laughs> yeah i mean it's a post-apocalypse maybe it's just not very populated but it felt old 
seeing only four character models walking around and not really the whole doing game anything. feels old i think it, mm-hmm. it, like days gone it's like if this had come out in 2014 i think it would have been like oh this is you know oh it looks yeah. nice combat's pretty fun this is fun and i i think my benefit is that i have played so few of these open world games to much extent you know i just bounce off of so many of them so quickly that I, I think I'm definitely much more forgiving of the problems that are present in the game, even mm-hmm. though they are definitely present. Uh, they just... I just had fun pretty much the whole time playing that game. Uh, I could have just done with more enemy variants as well. It just felt like guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I and as I said, I really enjoyed the little scuttly aliens, but they were a limited event. You didn't mm-hmm. see them very often. Mm-hmm. There's, um, there's also a story which is like completely self-serious which is really yeah. bizarre i, I stopped I, listening I, after a while oh me too. oh yeah yeah and uh like rage one it just sort of ends i don't know if you finished the last mission but it's i just like, did i don't, i literally don't even remember what happened i hardly remember it as well it was some dumb bad boss fight uh like most video games and then it ends uh, every boss fight was an ogre i don't know why every boss fight in the game was a big ogre or like yeah, someone in the they're map. not hard either. You just shoot their back and then rocket them over and over. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even on hard you difficulty, that those one over like sixteen times, and it was yeah. fucking boring. How how what was your play time by the end of it? <sighs> I think like ten hours or something. Let's have a look. I have a, I have a question. I think it was. Let's have a look. Okay, yeah, give me your exact number here. Oh, so this is a nitpick, but why is calling in a vehicle so fucking difficult? I'll be for on a what? flat road and it won't it just won't let me call in my vehicle. Oh. I'm like, where do you want me to stand? All know. the time. I don't know. <laughs> God, it was so annoying. Was it because you were using the, the little flying thing most of the time? Yeah, and it just like wouldn't spawn it in. I'm yeah, like, maybe, I'm on maybe a that's road. it. I what don't do know. You want? I didn't use that thing much. I just used my regular car and that thing doesn't didn't the few times I tried to call in the flying thing, it was like, yeah, I, it needs to be a specific spot that I. So I just stopped. I have using uh, thirteen it. hours on Rage Two. All right, I have a question for you. Okay. Why did you play all of it? I don't know, man. <laughs> you're That's just a sucker for punishment know. this this last month and a half, huh? You're you're like me. <sighs> I don't you're know. Like dude, maybe why I'm did sick. I play all of Anthem? I don't know. It I because guess... I enjoyed the combat and. Mm. Like I, when I had that weird, <laughs> that weird moment where I beat Nino Kuni too. If I, I'm really good at push, <laughs> pushing through stuff I don't like to play stuff I do like. I forgot you played Nino Kuni too. Yeah, the whole thing. I'm really. Like, it's a fuck? bad habit. If I enjoy one thing in a game, I will push through everything to get to it. Hmm. Except for Days Gone, which has nothing you enjoyed. It sounded like. <sighs> I just had to know how that ended. I think I'm trying to be better about not playing things that i hate after anthem <laughs> oh yeah i need to fix that about myself yeah like i also, like 13 especially, hours like, well oh, yeah that that, that honestly that's one of the thing i actually really liked about rage 2 it's not very big and very long like i i did probably 90 percent of the question marks on the map and i've only played about 18 hours of it and it's kind of nice to have like a short manageable length game after days gone <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm glad it ended. It it certainly ended. You saw credits in about 10 hours. It's pretty easy to get to the end of that game. Uh, Yeah, I got nothing more to say, dude. Nothing more to say. I've been extremely negative and down in the dumps. Was not looking forward to this chat because I don't like being negative. 
Oh, yeah. I don't like it. I like enjoying games, and I like to think that I do enjoy games. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, Joe. I don't I'm going know. back to indie games. I'm enjoying Void Bastards and Outer Wilds at the moment. I'm not enjoying Void Bastards, but... Void Bastards, I understand, because it, to me it's a podcast game. It's like a, I don't know, it's like well, yeah, a Diablo. It's, it's just a comfortable loop, which I find just really easygoing. My it's definitely not like, problem wow, is that this I, game's a masterpiece. It's, it's, and it's so engaging. It's just, I don't know, it's a simple, nice loop to me, and I'm enjoying it. I'm looking at the uh, the last couple uh, roundups here. What did what did we do last? Devil May Cry, Division, and Sekiro. Okay. Like, I've had a good year, dude. I adored <laughs> Devil May Cry. I love Sekiro. Um, I loved Resident Evil 2. Metro was solid. Time. Metal Gear Solid? Metro was solid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Metal Gear? Yeah, I liked, yeah, Metro had problems, but I really enjoyed, I've enjoyed huh? 2019 a lot. Just not the last two big boy games. No, I fucking hated both these last two games. Stink. That's too bad. I had a great time with Rage 2. I, I yeah. understand the problems, but it's one at of those least, games yeah. where I just had fun all the at way through. At least with Rage 2, I get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't get people enjoying <laughs> sure, Days yeah, Gone. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, dying, uh, dying like, fuck, Days Gone. Um, God, I do that oof. so often. I'm so wow. sorry, Dying Light. Um, Days Gone, I played... Days Gone and Rage 2, I played about the same amount of time. Somewhere in the 15 to 18 hour mark. Yeah. Days Gone, it took me like 10 days to get through those 15... No, it was probably more like 6 or 7 days. But it... Every play session of Days Gone was about an hour long. And it yeah, felt was... like an eternity every time I was playing that game. That was very similar with me and Rage. It took me and like 10 goes to get it done. Rage 2, I would play in about an hour-long chunk as well, but that hour would just disappear. It would be like, zip, gone, an hour. And I was like, oh, that was fun. I'm going to log off for the day. And so that yeah. that clearly means, you know, I was enjoying one and not the other, for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. I think if, if, if uh, Rage 2 had come out not right after I had fucking hated playing through days gone i probably would have been harsher on rage too but i was just when dying light when days gone god god when days gone came out i was in the mood for a mindless mediocre open world game and it did not deliver and rage 2 gave me what i wanted in that yeah. in that mindlessness and now i'm pretty much done for like another five years for mindless shitty open yeah. world games uh they need to be really compelling uh, as has normally been the case for me, uh, to be invested to play through them. Uh, well, what's what's next? What's on Fucking the horizon? Mario Maker Two, baby. Oh yes, thank God. Um, thank God. Game, Give me something. Game really well, we're playing through uh, Outer Wilds right now, which is game of the year. Oh, it's bloody uh, joyful. Love that game. Let me see. June. I love games. Uh, heavy rain <laughs> coming to pc oh shit pause uh okay. mario maker 2 and then uh, not much until august really or maybe get some surprise release dates from e3 Who knows? probably yeah control i look forward to control even though i saw you already declaring mm. a shit video game that you don't want to play which is just mm. it's remedy game and dude like, that looks boring it's fucking remedy they don't yeah. do boring. Quantum well, Break like, is not boring. No, I like Quantum Break because the time stuff is... I don't know. The novelty was fun to me. I like freezing people in a bubble. 
but I just saw her floating around and chucking things at people, and I was like, Ah, uh, there's probably before. more to that game. Yes. They've said it's got, like, Metroidvania elements, too, and cool. things like that, so... The, the, the Listen, Man of Medan in, thing comes out at the end of oh, August yeah. as well. Going in so. with a negative expectation sometimes is a good thing, because you're like, hey, wow, God. this you're is... You're going to hate every game that comes out this year. <laughs> I'm going to hate boring games. games you're going to hate... I'm going to call it right now. You're going to hate Outer okay. Wilds. No, no, no. Sorry, 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 sorry. I was just reading the word Outer Wilds, and my brain did that. No, no, you're going to... You're going to hate Mario Maker for sure. What? Fuck off. You're going to be like, oh, God, the building's so boring. You guys, the levels <laughs> suck. On. Who can hate Mario Maker? No, no, okay. You'll 100% hate Wolfenstein Youngblood. That's guaranteed. Oof, I didn't like, yeah, maybe. You'll 100% hate Control now that you've declared it a bad video game. <laughs> no, I'm not, like, I'm not one of those. You will enjoy Man and Badam, but you'll say it's nowhere near as good as Until Dawn. <laughs> Borderlands 3, you're going to play for like 10 hours and then just be like, oh my god, I've played this game. Loot shooters are all bad. I hate video games. (laughs) Modern Warfare, you're not even going to touch. No, I'm not playing that game. Death Stranding, you're going to play through and be like, this is the greatest video game I've ever played in my life. Because it's so butt-fuckingly bizarre and strange. And then uh, Life is Strange 2 finale in December. There you go. (laughs) I'd rather play Days Gone. Jesus, how is that still going? Why do people like that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kind of over generic shooter games. I can't be dealing with it. I like shooters, but just like it's the oldest genre in the world. Just do something new. Doom, Doom, Doom will Eternal. come out. Doom Eternal will come out this year, and it'll be like it's just like Doom, boring. No, mediocre. how dare you? Doom's gonna rock my dick off, and I can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> It's going to rip and tear. It's going to rip and tear. Oh, God. Yikes. <laughs> I might not play it now. Uh, okay. Can't wait well, um, so I guess don't play Days Gone unless you're a weirdo. Don't play Rage 2 unless you're a weirdo. Play Outer Wilds. It's the only good game out right now, I guess. And uh, I hate video games. <laughs> Joe hates video games, and I that's the end games. of this series, actually. I'm We're a, done. a hipster British douchebag, and yep. I don't know what I'm talking about. Joe's going to get hella into Marvel movies now. Oh, now that hey. they've ended. <laughs> Don't spread dirty rumors. I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> Joe's going to get good. into MOBAs. Games are good. Uh, well, I am playing good. something that you won't be expecting, but we'll talk about that later. Dota 2. I knew it. He's finally <laughs> no, getting never, into Dota. <laughs> well, as of this recording, we are one week and a day from E3, basically. So. Ooh, yeah. Hopefully there's some video games that Joe is excited about and doesn't just say, meh, video games are bad. Hey, how about more Ratchet and Clank? That would shut me up forever. <laughs> then I'd be happy. You heard him, people. Video games saving grace. Ratchet Make another and Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Time is ticking. You have 18 months industry or Joe doesn't play any more video games. I like video games. <laughs> I like them. Shut up and go play Outer Wilds. There's let's end this. One. Let's just end this so we can get back to Outer Wilds. It's the only... It's. Let's just end this.